1: What's up, football fans? Welcome back. We are running out of these things; it's kind of depressing. But here we are, getting ready for championship, conference championship weekend. I'm Jeff Hartman, joined by Wesley Coleman to talk about all the upcoming games. Wesley, what's going on?
0: Man, I'm great. Uh, We actually had great football games this last week. Yes, we did. Uh, Versus the week before, where it was like some of these teams don't belong here. Um, Yeah, great, great games this last week. Really entertaining, and uh, not a lot of. Scores covering the spread, or at least they're being close.
1: No, because even though the Ravens score, the final score looks like a blowout. That was close in the first half. That was still a tight game. I mean, it was tied at halftime. Yeah, and then the second half, the Ravens came out and they settled in and the Russ got knocked off and they were fine. So we're getting ready for Chiefs, Ravens, Lions, 49ers. You'll get the Lions and 49ers in a separate podcast. But here we're talking about the AFC championship game. It is the early game which I like. I'm an AFC guy. I'd like to get that game over with. I don't like staying up late for anything. So it's 3 p.m. Eastern time on CBS. The Baltimore Ravens spotting the Chiefs three and a half points. Wesley, before we even talk about the game itself, what do you think about that line?
0: Well, I've seen it anywhere between three and a half and five and a half. Really? Um, which is, I I don't know what's going on. Is there like a Patrick Mahomes like disrespect a little bit going on? <clears throat> um, just first of all, Patrick Mahomes has been a starter for six years in the NFL. Yeah. This is his sixth AFC championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, And over the last few years, he's either lost an important coach or an important player and continues to win. Yeah. And besides Travis Kelsey, I don't know if they have a good player on their offense and he continues to win. Um, he was not favored last week in Buffalo, his first ever road game in the playoffs. I, I mean, I just, I think it should be closer if we're going to, like, I mean, I know it's the Ravens and they've been kind of dominating teams and all, but it's, it's chiefs really getting, tough.
1: Chiefs getting five and a half. I am taking the points and right, running, well, me too. Me too. running to the window to get my bed in on time as if we don't need to do that from the comfort of our homes anymore. But still the the chiefs, they're, they're kind of like Dracula, right? Like you, you think they're dead. You think you got them, but you really got to drive that stake home and Maybe it's a silver bullet. I don't know, but like you said, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. I don't think Andy Reid gets enough credit, and that's crazy to consider. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. This dude's been to eleven conference championship games between two organizations. Like that's remarkable. You can say what you want about coaches that are already in the Hall of Fame. Bill Cower, I'll give you an example. Steeler guy. Bill Cower didn't make it to eleven conference championships. He made it to a bunch, but not that many. That's insane. I think Andy Reid deserves some love. so I'm going to give him some love. You agree or disagree? Yeah, I, do, I mean,
0: one has Andy Reed ever had a losing season in the NFL? I just want—I <laughs> I know that that's really important to to you. Um, as as Mike Tomlin coaching. has, and I don't know if Mike he heard. Tomlin has
1: not—that's breaking um, news, by the way.
0: No, I, hey, <laughs> uh, incredible job by Andy Reed, Um, and I, I guess you know somebody who doesn't isn't the big loud mouth that's pushing himself, and he's not the typical head coach that's so I don't want to say boisterous, <laughs> yeah. even though he looks like Santa Claus. Um, no, I mean he, he he doesn't have that attitude that you're out there hearing from him all the time. But it's uh, it's remarkable what he's done, like you said, with two different organizations because he was with the Eagles and had a lot of success with them. Um, and there's also you know the other the two big rumors coming out is that this could be Andy Reid's last season. Yep. Um, there's already retirement rumors, and now we're getting the Travis Kelsey retirement rumors of like, if, if him and his brother are both retiring after this year. Um, I guess he maybe wants to be a, a stage hand uh, traveling the world uh, setting up speakers, uh, hey. but, uh, and, and I mean, I don't know how, how much that changes. I mean, the, the Patrick, Patrick Holmes loses somebody every year. If he loses both of them, is it finally, is that finally the silver bullet that makes them like not be able to keep winning?
1: Yeah. I forgot about the Travis Kelsey rumors. Cause I know that earlier in the year he was on his podcast with his brother and he was just saying, hell, he's just sick of being, in pain, you know, like the the knee or the back or the shoulder, whatever it is, because I'm just, it kind of runs its course. You heard the same from Rob Gronkowski when he was playing in the league and Rob Gronkowski was a way more physical player than Travis Kelsey. He was in line blocking a lot more than Kelsey does, but it's going to be interesting to see how this season plays out in terms of where do the chiefs go? Do they get to the Super Bowl? Does that have an impact on these players and coaches future, but the Ravens are still an upper echelon team in every sense of the word everyone loves to talk about Lamar Jackson and they'll bring up Odell Beckham and Zay flowers. And the thought of Mark Andrews coming back is really, really intriguing from a football fan perspective, but no one, I I guess i maybe I'm just not hearing it. I hear about it here in Maryland. That defense is really freaking good. Like really good. Like Roquan Smith brought a different edge to that defense that they did not have since Ray Lewis was there. And I'm not comparing the two, but from an edge perspective, yes, I think that the Ravens defense is up to the task. What do you think? Yeah,
0: I mean, and them getting Roquan Smith, I thought, was such an unfair thing. Um, And here we are talking about a Texans team that put 45 points up the week before against the Browns defense, which was the Mm -hmm. best defense in football. Supposedly. And the Ravens were number two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so um, pretty interesting that this is what the Ravens did. And again, we're, we're not commenting on the game was closer than the score, but the Texans still only scored 10. Yeah. So so it, it's it's not about that. It's what and their incredible. touchdown was
1: a punt return. It wasn't even
0: and the, a- and the, and the, <laughs> yes, it, a long punt return. Yeah. Um so so, it wasn't
1: even like CJ Stroud drove down and scored a touchdown. Like even in garbage time, that didn't happen.
0: Yeah, they kicked a field goal. Is their yeah. only I mean it's uh um pretty pretty crazy. Um and you know, I mean we're we're talking about the Ravens. Um you got to give some some credit to Jim Harbaugh, who um if we just want to maybe say that Joe Flacco and Lamar Jackson are not similar quarterbacks. Um, <laughs> and bit. he has ushered his way through taking Joe Flacco to Super Bowls to now taking potentially Lamar Jackson to Super Bowls. Um, talk about a very, very big change in the offensive system that you're having to run. Um, and he stayed consistent with his defenses that he's put together. Um, pretty pretty amazing for the, the coaching job that Jim Harbaugh has done as well.
1: Let me say this about Harbaugh, which he makes me puke. Uh, I, I know and, this is tough and, for you. Yes, I it, it is. is extremely just, is so difficult. <laughs> 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 he makes me want to vomit. I can't stand the guy. We have nicknames for him in the Steelers' base. But he made – the dude's got some stones, if you know what I mean. Because a couple years ago, when everything was still really good, the, the offense was running the ball at a clip that no one had ever seen in the modern era. And Greg Roman was the offensive coordinator and Wink Martindale was the defensive coordinator. Everyone's like, they're going to run it back and they're going to be good because Lamar will be healthy. And what did he do? Fired them both. He got rid of them. Both brings in Todd Munkin. They bring in, um, Oh crap. I forget the new defensive coordinator's name. He's getting a lot of head look, head coaching looks right now, but it's, it was just, it was a gutsy move and it almost felt like Harbaugh knew I'm not going to get there with these guys. So I need to make a change and it's going to be, ridiculed and people are going to be against it and they might not understand it until they see the results and they're seeing the results right now. So kudos to him. I got to give credit where credit's due.
0: Yeah, it's uh, incredible. And then also, I mean, he's the Ravens organization, the way they navigated the Lamar Jackson um, yep. situation and contract. That, that's tough for both sides. I'm sure mm-hmm. um, And him not having an agent and them not really having anybody that a lawyer to talk to. Um, But to make that all work out and Lamar Jackson to come back and it's crazy. He's all of a sudden healthy for a whole year Um, once he gets that contract. But the fact that they navigate it and are here one game away from the Super Bowl. um, This is a year ago. They didn't know if Lamar Jackson was going to walk out the door, demand to be traded. He was open and apparently calling all other teams saying that he was essentially a free agent or somebody (laughs) sort of associated with him. Kind of knows him was calling everybody in the league, whatever that was. And here we are. You
1: you see Lamar like sitting on his couch, picking up. Okay, I need to call. Who am I calling now? The the Panthers. Okay, hold on. Carolina Panthers. Hello. Yes, this is Lamar Jackson. Okay, (laughs) sure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm his agent. I'm his agent.
0: (laughs) But but pretty 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 crazy. uh, Yeah. How how they navigated that to be you know again one game from the Super Bowl.
1: All right, let's talk about this game because this is going to be a game that is obviously going to be played in Baltimore weather this weekend. Uh it's supposed to be pretty decent. Yeah, 49 be, degrees. It's not going to be frigid. It's going to be really – I think it's going to be actually pretty warm, like you said, 49. This is going to be a tough game to predict. Let's not even talk spread. Let's talk straight up. How do you see this game playing out? Who do you see punching their ticket today? Now, this is who do you predict, not who do you want. We'll get to that second question later. Who do you predict is going to win this game?
0: I do think that this is a tough ask for the Chiefs to go on the road again and do this. Um, I think it'd be stupid to just dismiss them. Um, We're not talking about the spread here, though. I think it's a really close game. Um, And two great field goal kickers. This is a game that I think is going to come down to someone kicking a 45-plus yard field goal at the end of the game. Um, And I just think that when it comes down to somebody getting a stop, the Ravens have more tools um, on defense to end up with a uh, with with getting a big stop.
1: Yeah, sadly, exactly. sorry. Sorry. No, sorry. i agree sorry, sorry, no, 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 it's okay, it's all right, it's all right. I, I actually, I actually see the Ravens winning this game as well. Uh, they're at home. I think that matters. People, people don't give m Bank cre- credit for being a tough place to play. You know, when they talk about the the loud stadiums, it's never brought up. They talk about what's going on in Seattle. They'll talk about the domes, obviously. Tough place to play. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are using their smoke and mirrors as they always do. I just don't know against this defense that they'll be able to get it done. If they're going to win, the Chiefs, they have to do exactly what they did against Buffalo, and that was they they didn't win the time of possession battle. They had big plays. They moved the ball in chunks, and that's how you have to beat the Ravens unless you're going to beat the Ravens at their own game, and not many teams can do that. Patrick Mahomes is also going to have to run the ball. So in that respect, what did we say last week that if Josh Allen rushed for seventy, he would they would win? I don't think he did rush for seventy, did he?
0: Um, he ended up running for seventy-two, so we were
1: wrong. Ooh, so we were we were close, and he. Well, some people would say that they should have won, but still, that's beside the, the point. If yeah. Patrick Mahomes, I would say if if Patrick Mahomes rushes for over forty, I think the Chiefs win. And if Isaiah Pacheco goes for over a hundred, that means one hundred and forty total between the two. I think the Chiefs win and punched their so, ticket. I just don't think they get it done.
0: And those two players, Patrick Mahomes last week, ran for 19 yards, and Isaac Pacheco ran for 97. Um, they did get an unexpected 31 yards from LSU great Clyde edwards helaire on just two mm-hmm. carries, um, which kind of would put them over 140 yards rushing against the Bills. Um, this was, too, um, again, I just want to say this, Kansas City Chiefs um, defense, um, they held the bills to 186 yards passing. Yeah. Um, Sort of because the bills receivers dropping <laughs> balls in their hands also <laughs> held the bills to yeah. under 200 yards passing
1: one in um, particular,
0: man, man. <laughs> like, that I was the best in the league three years ago
1: a lot of and money he's not old and day. he's
0: still not old. No, he's not. Like, I mean, yeah, there's something I get it. We've been hearing things about Stefan Diggs, but like he's, a young guy that was the third leading receiver on this team this year and I get he caught 1100 yards but he's not the same guy there's this crazy but uh, the chiefs defense still did a good job with the, with the bills for
1: with you know high explosive offense so yeah um, okay so we both think the ravens are the prediction to win the game and punch their ticket to the super bowl but who do you want to win what would be the best team and what would be maybe the best matchup that you think we're not going to get into too heavy in the NFC side. We'll do that on the NFC podcast, but in terms of who do you want to win, which team?
0: Well, let me ask you this. Is there a combination of teams where I could get a halftime show of Taylor Smith, uh, T- Taylor Swift and Eminem? Like, is there, no, you know, like, that's not, could it just usher's be the number one fan not allowing that like, usher can be a background dancer, but can I just get, Taylor Swift and Eminem, the duo. Um, so I get the, the Lions and the and the Chiefs going here. Um, you know, I'll say this. So and I'll, this is overthinking. It. So I have a little bit of Chiefs fatigue. I think that everybody's probably getting some Chiefs fatigue. Like they win yeah. a lot, but I think that maybe the best way to getting over the Chiefs fatigue is for the Chiefs to make one more Super Bowl. I think they make this Super Bowl, and we might have the Reed and Kelsey retirements. So for that scenario. Um, I'm going to, uh, you know, also the saints traded up in the first round to draft Marcus Davenport in the same draft where Lamar Jackson was picked at the end of the first round. So another just stupid saints move (laughs) and with draft history. Um, so I'm not really particularly interested in continuing to watch him be incredible.
1: I I'm with you with the chiefs just because I hate the Ravens. I (laughs) I, I do not (laughs) want to tolerate these freaking people in this state. There are a lot of Steelers fans in my area, but still the purple that I've seen all over the place, the grocery store, you're going everywhere. Gosh, it makes me want to vomit. So I'm going to pull for the Chiefs. We'll see what happens. Um, All right, Wesley, real quick, while we end this podcast, tell them where they can find you on social media and where they can get your Saints coverage before we head over to the NFC side.
0: Yeah, you can find the Dome Patrol podcast. Uh, You can search Dome Patrol podcast on any of your um, podcast listening um, apps. Um, You can also find us on X or at Twitter at at Dome Patrol PCAST, and you can find me at at All
1: right, great. If you want St- Pittsburgh Steelers coverage, you can find me on the Steel Curtain Network, and you can find me on Twitter and X at J Hartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. Folks, stay tuned. We'll be the F C podcast coming right out.